You doing the most. Yeah, what's going on, y'all, man? It's your boy, Drew, bringing you the next episode to the 40 Streets Podcast. Yes, sir. So we starting this podcast off with a couple of questions. And I want y'all to be honest when y'all answer these questions. Because at the end of the day, your answer is only going to help you. So the first one is, how are you doing today? Like, honestly, how are you doing today? On a scale of one to five, where would you place yourself in that? You know, there's no reason for you to say that you are five and you're really sitting at a three. So just sit in that and and look at why you're at a three. What is going on in your life right now? How can you move up to become a four? If you're a four, how can you move up to become a five? Right? If you're a two or a one, I expect that something happened in your life drastic. You know, maybe a relationship or you lost somebody close to you. So, you know, in time, you're going to work through that. You're going to build up and, you know, get back from being a one to a two, from a two to a three. You know, but I ask you guys this question because it's important for us to be transparent with ourselves, to be able to look in that mirror and evaluate ourselves and know where we are and understand that it's all temporary, right? You're going to move between a three to a five. You're going to move from a five to a one because it's life. And it's okay. And if you're a five right now, enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy it, man. If it if it's a day, a week, a month, a year, enjoy every bit of that five. Because everything from there is is less than, right? So once you bounce down and you become a four again or a three. Know that you still have the ability or the capability to become a five again. But it's just going to take time and work. and You have to figure out why you got there. Why are you in that space mentally? You know? Um, this episode, we're going to be speaking a bit more on believing in yourself. Understanding that as an individual, you are enough that you're in these positions in life because the universe has you there for a reason. And if you weren't meant to be in any situation that you're in, whether or not, if it's, you know, work, relationship, friendship, you wouldn't be in it. And there's a lesson to be learned through all of it. And granted, some people are put in situations that's unfortunate. So I don't really want to dive down that, you know, so to speak. But 
just speaking on like just life, life situations, you know, bad relationships with people, um, work and stuff. And to be honest with y'all, I had, I guess, writer writer's block or topic block for this episode, but I was actually I was speaking with my girlfriend earlier and she was, you know, we were just talking about the conversation of being enough. And the way my brain works, it kind of threw me down a rabbit hole of being a African in America. It doesn't matter what part of the world you are in as an African. Once you hit America, you're just black. You're just African. You're of African descent. And the fact that being an African that was raised in America I was, I'm not going to say forced to, but the society of which I grew up in, I had no outside perspective of life as an African outside of America. And the thing that is daunting on that is the fact that Life as an African in America is restraining. It's it's one of those things where you never quite know the value the history, the impact your culture actually has on the world, past, present, and future, until you expand yourself, you get more education, you meet people from outside of America that gives you those glimpses and show you who we are as a people outside of America versus who we are raised to be within America. And the constant theme in my life regardless of what I do, success-wise, I always had, I don't do it anymore. I think in like 2015-ish is when I stopped putting my brain into that space. But I, I used to always get into my head so much, man, and wondering if what I was doing was more than, like, I bit off more than I can chew. 
And it's mainly because society shows us that no matter what you do as a black person, as an African in America, you're always just going to be an African in America. You're not going to be allowed to be anything more. You're not going to be able to transcend and and expand and educate and bring those up that's like you. And it's weird because, you know, what I just said, there are African Americans that are doing all things that I've just said. But in doing so, we have so many examples of those that have tried, that were murdered and assassinated by our government. And it always just makes you like second guess how successful you want to be at something. Because at the end of the day, nobody wants to die. But in that, it's like I want the future to be better than the past and the present that I live, right? And sometimes in order for you to do that, you have to break outside the norm, which is what society is is pushing us into right and our history they tell us a hundred times over that we were slaves but they never talk about us ruling europe right they never talk about the 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 moors right we never get that education we never we never really are told about africa our kingdom that we've built. When I was younger, they used to teach us about Egypt as though Egypt was separated from Africa, as though Egypt was not within Africa. And it's stuff like that that detaches an African from their lineage and their heritage because you're not told the full story. And in order to get the full story, that's when you have to step outside the norm. And that's when things get risky. Because the more educated you become, the more of a target on your back you end up having from that very society. Right? So, being enough is important to me. And it should be important to all of us, regardless of, you know, our ethnicity. But also just reminding yourself as you're sitting at that two or that three or that four or that five or that one, that what you're going through now is just a phase. And by believing in what you're doing or where you want to be and having a support system, behind you that can help guide you and push you and 
get your your mindset reset or you know set onto the things that you want to push forward towards it's important that we're constantly reminded every day that we are enough that we are in these positions in companies that we are in these positions in life and family that our friends trust us with certain responsibilities that our communities use the resources that we're able to provide to help better others that's less fortunate within the same community. All of that stuff is put on you as an individual because you are enough. And don't let that stop you from progressing, showing up, figuring out. Sometimes you just need to sit down. Sometimes you got to walk away. There's so many times when I'm at work and I can't figure it out. Man, I'll walk away from that mug. I go play 2K. I'll walk away from it. And I might watch, you know, something on my phone, some videos on my phone. I might hop on YouTube, something to get my brain, my conscious mind away from it and let my unconscious mind figure out the solution. I don't allow myself to second guess myself to the point where, you know, you become frustrated with yourself because then you start tearing yourself down as an individual and that's doing the opposite of telling yourself that you are enough. All throughout my life, every year that I've lived, I've had a moment of being told this from society itself. And as an African in America, that's something that became a norm. And it's a norm to all of us. And it's unfortunate because there's people from African countries, right? And they never have to think about being black. Never even cross their mind. And then when they get here, every day they are having to remember that there are a black woman or there are a black man. And certain things that you would normally do or certain things that you could say, certain certain ways of life you have to restrict that for yourself because you're in America and you're an African in America. Uh, story time. Why not? Why not do a story time? So this is about 1997, 98. Right? So I'm like six, seven years old, something like that. We're moving from Hawaii to South Carolina. We moved from Hawaii to Columbia, South Carolina, man. So that's a culture shock, right? And I remember, you know what? I'm going I'm to just say it. It's, it's been so many years, whatever. So 
I never had a thing about being a black kid up to that point because nobody ever had shown me that I wasn't just a kid until I moved to South Carolina. And I'm in second grade, meet this kid. We became like the best of friends. You know, kids, you become best friends in like two seconds, 30 seconds, two, five minutes. You become, this is my best friend, right? So thinking nothing of it, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say two weeks to a month passed by. But as a kid, that could have been a couple of days. That could have been longer than a month. You know, but kid time is different. So I don't know the time frame of how long we've been friends. But after that, two weeks to a month that we're going to just put that on. Um, The kid, you know, he came back to school. His name was Brad. He came back to school. And he was like, hey, um, we can't be friends anymore. And I'm like, what? I'm like, why not? Was that my friend, my mom and dad said that we can't be friends anymore because we're not the same color. Right. So I'm like, you know, rock eyebrow, people's eyebrow. I'm looking like I'm confused or whatever. I get home, you know, my dad's still in the military. So I get home, my mom's at the house and stuff and I ask her, about this whole situation, you know, with him saying that we can't be friends because we, you know, not the same color because I'm black, right? And then my mom's having to sit down and talk to me at six, seven years old and let me know that this is our reality here in this place that we call home and it's one of those things it's one of those conversations that anytime I talk about it anytime I think about it it always kind of gets me in a space of like disbelief because like you have it to tell a kid like you're no different than this kid but you're so very different than this kid and having to gra- like just just grasp the concept of racism and understand that there's nothing that we did wrong to create racism however we are the ones that suffers most from it And I know people listening right now probably, you know, tighten up their lips and probably quit listening. But the next part of what I got to say is when you look at human history, when you look at the world history, at what point in world history has an African nation started a world war, one or two, 
you know when when have we have done anything to the magnitude of what's been done for there to be so much hate towards us that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me and i'm sure it doesn't make sense to a lot of african people because I know if the roles were reversed, the people enslaved would have every right to be mad, angry. All of the things that you see in movies that is championed by those that are taken, taken away from their homes, stripped of all their values and their beliefs and put into situations where they finally, they make it out and they make something of themselves and they become very resilient. That stuff is championed in movies, but in society, in culture, in America, you're constantly reminded that Regardless of what you do, you were once a slave and you won't ever be enough. And it's one of those narratives that is very disheartening. And it's something that I want to speak on and let all of y'all know that's listening. Don't let that lesson that was taught in school be the story that you tell your kids. If you can contribute to the change that's going to come, contribute. Because at some point, you'll have a child or a grandchild or a great-grandchild that's going to live into this world. And I would love for us to be at a space in human history where we never have to tell our child that you're not different than this child, but you're very different from this child. Um, yeah, man. We've said some stuff here. We've opened the book up a little bit. And I just wanted to, like I said, I wanted to speak on this because it's important that we get ourselves in these spaces and we have our success stories told and they're not anything negative. Like, I wanted to be a role model for kids to come and be able to look at me and want and look look at what I do and they want they want that they want that success they want a taste of that success and then they can come to me or they can look at what I do and follow it 
step by step. They can watch walk in each footprint that I leave and follow it step by step without being put in harm's way, without endangering themselves, putting their lives at risk. Want them to be able to see like, yes, they are black people in tech. And I like, to be honest, I'm not the smartest dude that you will meet to be a developer. I'm not. I'm honestly not. But I figured it out. I know how to get the job done. I know how to do what I need to do. And there's many jobs. There's a plethora of jobs that we are in. But they're not championed. They're not shown to those that are coming up next. Those those kids in the future, they got to see us shining here in STEM programs. They got to see us at the top because if they don't, history will repeat because they're going to be told that they're not enough and they're not going to have an example showing them that they are. And that's something that we have to do. We have to change the narrative narrative of as a people. And, you know, I'm, I am I got some people that's going to be coming onto the podcast, as I told you guys before, and we're going to step out and start bringing more people here to voice and, and, and show all these different spaces of work where you can be successful financially without putting your life at risk. Um, yeah, man, this, this has been, this has been one of the ones I low key wanted to start the podcast episode a little earlier, but I still got some more on my tank, man. (laughs) But I hit y'all with a bit. And I want y'all to know, like, once again, don't be afraid to ask for understanding. Don't be afraid to ask for direction. Don't be afraid to build your own support system when the support system you have has failed you. Don't be afraid to believe in yourself. Don't be afraid to be yourself. And always remember that you are enough because if you weren't, you wouldn't be in situations you are now to make something out of that. Y'all know what we say when we say it, how we say it when we say it, when we saying what we saying. <laughs> Keep that love, peace, and happiness in your hearts, man. And if you let somebody taint that, Letting them control you. Be quiet. Don't tell mama. You doing the most.